Hi guys, welcome to Jesse's Place Podcast Season 2. I'm so excited for you to be here. This is still a safe space where I, your resident realtor, discuss business tips, mom life, healing, empowerment, real estate, and everything in between. I'm born and raised in Brooklyn, East New York, and if you know, you know. Thank you, and let's get into it. Welcome to a brand new episode of Jesse's Place Podcast. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about infidelity. Hmm. <laughs> um, I'm laughing, even though it's not a happy topic for a lot of us. Um, but it's it's a topic that I wanted to discuss with my peers because I feel like so many women um we talk about it amongst ourselves we talk about dealing with infidelity we talk about you know being the cheater or being cheated on and the reasons why people do the things that they do and I wanted to just come on here on my platform and talk a little bit about um infidelity um what it means um how I interpret it how I've been a part of it and you know if you can you know survive infidelity right so before we get started, I wanted to really quickly read this quote that has been on my um, vision board, and it goes, infidelity is not about love, but about a personal need system out of whack, an inability to set boundaries, a sense of entitlement, an addiction problem, unresolved internal tension from a long time ago, a deep-seated belief of inadequacy plus more. I do not know the owner of this quote, but if you do, tag me, let me know. I would love to give them credit. But I thought that was really interesting because a lot of times people say, oh, if you love me, um, you wouldn't cheat, right? You wouldn't be unfaithful. And then more, more common than not, what I've heard from my peers and also from like my ex-partner um, or partners is that, oh, I, you know, I do love you. I made a mistake. So I want to, I wanted to talk about wrapping our minds around that, that one part and also wrapping our, our minds around the fact that yes, women do cheat, men do cheat, um, people cheat on each other, regardless of how they identify, um, whatever their pronouns are. And a lot of the time when I'm talking about this topic with my peers, we always think about, wow, how, how stupid could I have been or how stupid could that person have been to do that? Um, I think that infidelity hurts the most wh- when you're doing it um, um, to someone, obviously, that you care about, but when you have a lot more to lose. So I just wanted to just get right into that. And one of the first things that I wanted to read um, before I get into my little story about infidelity is a, um, I, I don't know if you guys listen to my other podcast episodes, but there's this um, a poetry book that I've been reading um, by um, Lady Lee, and it's called Heal, H-E-A-L. And the name of this poem is called Silent. And I think this is really, really, it goes hand in hand for me with the idea of infidelity and what it means to some people. So silent goes like this. I'm silent. I can speak to a thousand strangers before I can speak to you. Out of love to be defiant, as to not tell you the truth. The verity is sour, somber, and plain. Why obscure your sunshine with my wilting pain? Your life, a tender dream, 
a vision in my view. Being silent helps me help you. <laughs> I'm not sure what her intention was behind that poem, but for some reason, that poem really freaking triggered me and really wanted me um, when I've been coming up with topics and things that I want to talk about on this podcast. Um, it really made me want to like dive into the topic of infidelity and how we all deal with it. Um, I've got a really funny story that I wanted to share. Um, I, I, before, let me give you a little bit of a backstory. I'm 39 years old. I'm married with two children. Um, I have a fantastic husband. He's mad dope, mad cool. He's been on my podcast before. He's in the fatherhood episode. Dope as hell. Um, but things weren't always that way. I didn't always know my, my spouse. And obviously, I was in other relationships. I have been cheated on. Um, I have been the cheater. Um, you know, and what before I get into that story, one of the things that, that sticks out to me in my mind is that I have an uncle. And my uncle told me one time, um, because I was in another really, I had been in one relationship for a long time. And then I went into a second relationship. And it was, you know, it wasn't for a very long time. But there was a recurring thing where I had gotten cheated on again. So my uncle had told me, he says, well, take a step back. And, you know, what is it that's going on that, you know, you're getting cheated on? What are you allowing in your relationships? Or what are you doing? Right. So take some accountability. And I was like, what? What am I doing? Look, I'm, I'm gorgeous. I'm beautiful. I'm smart. I'm intelligent. I got all this and all that, whatever. And I'm not saying that he was calling me out and saying that the other person was right. But what he was saying is that either remove yourself or do better for yourself. Because something here is lacking. So I just wanted to just throw that in there really quickly. But let me get into my funny story of infidelity that that really that really sticks out in my mind that I want to share with you guys before we get right into it. Um, when I was really young, um, I had this 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 boyfriend, and me and this guy we were on and off. Uh, well, we were together for about you know seven eight years, on and off for the last two two years, kind of like a high school sweetheart type thing, and um, uh, I caught him cheating. The, the one of the last times I caught him cheating because he had, you know, been together that long. Um, unfortunately, you know, things happen. And um, I, at that point, you know, I had done my fair share of seeing other people. And, you know, we were kind of just holding on by a thread. And I was driving on the block with my uncle. And coincidentally, if you're from East New York, Brooklyn, you know, certain blocks you don't go down because they're kind of narrow. So, but anyway, I'm driving down this block and long story short, I, I, I rolled I roll past the, him walking out of the girl that he was um, seeing um, her house after meeting her parents. And I, I hopped out the car and I'm like, what, you know, why is the guy that I'm seeing supposedly walking out of someone else's house with a female that I'm not familiar with? And, um, you know, long story short, den- you know, he starts, you know, denying and deflecting and all these things or whatever. But what stood out to me in that moment is that this person made a conscious decision to, to start another relationship while in a relationship with me, with someone else, for whatever reason, even though while he was there, hand in the cookie jar, caught red handed, he tried to de- deflect, try to get, you know, to reason with my uncle even, hey, you know, these people are lying, whatever they say, they're lying. I love this girl. I love, you know, I love Jesse. Uh, this is, this is nothing. And, you know, just trying to, you know, talk himself out of the situation. And in that moment, since I had known this person for so long and I had thought in my mind that this was love, 
right? I had thought I had been with this person for so long that no matter how many times this person did sneaky things behind my back, I have felt like I felt indebted to the relationship. I felt like I had grew up with this person. I felt like this person owed me something. So when I think about infidelity, I think about how do we process infidelity if we're dealing with the whole situation. So that whole situation for me was bigger than than him just starting a relationship with someone else cheating on me. But it was the fact that, wow, I grew up with you basically, right? You're my childhood sweetheart, right? You know, you're you're more than just, you know, my significant other. You're my family, you know? Like our families are intertwined. We all know each other. We have a life together. We shared an apartment at that point. I felt that the the amount of infidelity, the the betrayal was just so big that even though, you know, we were young and I should have had, uh, you know, I should have been more well-rounded when it came to um, the reality of my situation. But, you know, I was young and I thought that, hey, you know, if we can get through this, we can get through everything. And it really taught me that I was normalizing bad behavior back then. I was allowing this person to continue to, to, to shit on me, basically, because I felt indebted to their relationship. I felt like, oh, okay, you know, this person was there for me on the times I didn't have, and I was there for that person in the times when he didn't have. We grew up together. He's seen me through many hardships. I've seen him through hardships. You know, a little cheating ain't going to kill nothing. You know, we're young. It's expected to happen. But in that moment, I had already been through that scenario so many times that I had to identify and I had to say, wow, now I'm a willing participant, right? I went back to what my uncle was was telling me, like, hey, there's a pattern going here. Like, what's going on? So it came to a point where I had to hold myself accountable and be like, no, 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 no. So not to say that I left the relationship right away, but that was the end of a relationship in, in whole. You know, we went back and forth on the phone. You know, it's hard to break up after such a long-term relationship. But what that taught me was that I was staying for the wrong reasons. I was staying because I felt like I owed that person, that part of me. And those are not the reasons to stay um, after infidelity. And I know that a lot of people, you know, they stay in relationships because, hey, they have children or they feel like, you know, this person is repentive or they feel like, you know, it was a one time thing. But when I'm talking about infidelity, I'm talking about infidelity as you see how earlier I said, you know, it wasn't so much that he had started a relationship with someone else while he was still with me, but it was the fact that he betrayed my trust in whole. Like we had been through so much together. I was screaming in the middle of the street. Like, how could you do that to me? Like, you're more than just my boyfriend. Like you're my family. You know what I'm saying? So for me, when I'm thinking about infidelity and when I talk about it to other people um, who are like in casual relationships, I can see how sometimes they can get back together. And I can also see how sometimes people find it incredibly difficult to survive infidelity, especially, you know, if they're married or if they have children involved in the situation. But one thing that my mother always told me, my mom always used to tell me when I was dealing with this guy back then, back in the day, <laughs> she would always tell me, you know, you know, lovers are a dime a dozen, you know, it's like a revolving door. When one comes in, another one comes out. You don't need to attach yourself to one person for the rest of your life. And in my mind's eye back then, I only saw myself with that person. And the joke was on me because I thank 
thank, 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 thank God. You know, wherever this person at is in the world, you know, may may God bless him wherever he at, he's at in his journey. But I thank God for me that I did not get what I thought I wanted when I wanted it because I really wanted to make that relationship work in spite of the infidelity because of what I thought I owed to that relationship. Now, if you feel me, if you feel me and you listen to this, I need you to snap your fingers with me, okay? Because I know there's somebody out there, man, woman, you know, however you identify yourself, I know that you feel what I'm talking about because it's a real feeling. It's like, oh, you know, like I don't want to, I know better. I should do better, but I'm going to stay because I care about this person and I see the better in that person. But I had to wake up and be like, ah, 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 ah. It is not my, it is not my responsibility. It is not my burden to bear to to be indebted or to even make someone else better. No, that's on you. When someone is cheating on you, that's on them. That has nothing to do with you. And I was trying to normalize this bad behavior. You know what I'm saying? So this was not the last of, of my infidelities exposures back in the day. You know, I went on to experience a couple of other things, but nothing. I never went through anything as extreme as that relationship, I think, ever again. You know, everything for me was very casual after that until I met my husband. That He is the person that I felt the most attached to in general than, and then, um, than any other relationship that I've had since that first major relationship that I was in. Um, so a lot of people say, well, back then, right? A lot of people tell me, well, why, why don't you just, why don't you just leave? You know, like, why didn't you just break up, you know? And I, I never had a good enough answer. My answer was just like, you know, we could survive this. Those people didn't mean anything or that didn't mean anything, you know? And even, you know, I would start to self-soothe by talking to other people, talking to other guys, because I knew that the person that I was seeing was out there doing him. Now, isn't that a twisted way of thinking? That's a twisted way of thinking, because you're allowing someone who's bad to turn you into a bad person. So, like, two do two wrongs make a right? No, they don't. Right. So that's what I was supposed to. Once I started doing that, I should have known. But see, I, I chop it up to like me being, you know, me wanting things to be the way that they were in my mind, you know, wanting to prove to everyone that you could, you know, have a, a relationship from really young. And, you know, if the old timers did it, I could do it. You know, I could be, I could wind up with my childhood sweetheart, you know, and it was just a twisted, warped, really crazy way of thinking. And, and I think about the healing process too, because the healing process really turned me into someone that I did not like who I became afterwards. And that healing process was because I separated myself finally from that relationship after that, that last major event that I told you guys about. And, um, yes, he wound up, you know, having a baby with that girl and supposedly she was pregnant at that, at that moment. And I didn't know that. So, you know, me coming down that street, there was something bigger than me that was directing me <laughs> down that street. Like, girl, you got to see this, you know, because what's for you? And it's going to be put in front of you. Right. So that was something up there. You know, God and, and my, my my ancestors up there who are praying for me, who are watching over me like, hey, girl, come down this street and see the fuck shit that's going on. All right. 
because I had no business going down that street. But the healing process was just very, really, it was really, really hard to build respect with other people, trust with other people. You know, I had to learn how to set boundaries with other people, how to, you know, make new rules. And and I think that normalizing the infidelity for so long that I had that kind of mindset, like, oh, every, every, every guy, every guy does that. Every guy does that. But what I also learned as I got older and I started dating other people, I realized like, nah, there's good guys out there. There are good people in general out there. And I also look to, you know, I have a fantastic um dad who like he's everything to my mom. And not to say that he's perfect, every relationship has their ups and downs, but there are there are people who are capable of keeping it 100 with you. So one thing that I also want to talk about was like when to walk away after infidelity, right? I think that as women, I'm only speaking from a, a woman's point of view because I'm not a man. So if any guys want to chime in and hop on an episode and talk about infidelity and what they think about it and how they interpret it and what's been happening with them, please hit me up. I would love to have a discussion with you, open platform. But for me as a woman, I feel like infidelity... You know, when to walk away is how deep is the line? How, for me, for me, there's no coming back. But for a lot of people, from my peers, from people that I know, there has been ways to come back after infidelity. But for me, my opinion is how, you know, so at what point, how many times do you have to catch the person cheating? How many times do you have to catch the person, you know, being unfaithful to you? What is your definition of being unfaithful? Is it talking to someone? Is it flirting with someone? Is it, you know, texting? Is it, you know, meeting someone for lunch that you wouldn't normally? I mean, what is, how do we define unfaithfulness? So that's another thing. So when do you just, when do you figure out how to walk away from that? I think that that has to, that is a, that is going to be something that to each their own, that is very, very different. And I think that also when you're thinking about walking away from, from, from heal, when you're thinking about walking away, you got to think about this. Like, does, can that person who cheated on you, can they cut off that other person completely? And can you trust that they won't ever, you know, be dealing with that person again? You got to think about that, right? Because you can't expect to build trust when there's that broken trust between it. You can't even trust that that person can't stay away from the person that they cheated on you with. Hmm? Right? Um, another thing that you got to think about is, can you forgive the person that cheated on you? Can you forgive them for what they did? Can you really look at them in their face and love on them the same way you did prior to being cheated on? Think about that because... I've I've seen girls who stay in relationships after being cheated on, and I do not see a sense of security. I don't see it. I do not see a sense of security. There's always that, hmm, mm-hmm, I know what he on. So it's like, how long do you stay after that? I, 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 I don't know. So yeah, can you, are you going to be truly able to forgive your partner after infidelity? Can you? Can you both be honest with each other? Because what started the infidelity to begin with? And that goes back to having that conversation with my uncle. Like, hold up. There's a recurring theme over here. What's going on? Someone's not being honest with each other. Either you do better or remove yourself from the situation. Because now you're culpable as well. Because either you're you're causing, you're, you're part of it, you're culpable. Or you're just a doormat. 
So you got to think, like, can you both now be 100% honest with each other? Or is it always going to be like, what type of rules do you put in place after infidelity? Hmm? <laughs> um, and how can you still be so completely in love? I would love for someone to hop on this episode and tell me how it, what their experience has been. Are you guys still even in love with each other? Because what I thought was love after I was cheated on, I, I thought that it was love until I completely removed myself from the situation that I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I was I was bugging. I was tripping. There was no way that that was love. Because <sighs> it's like if you because people say, oh, if you truly love each other, you got to make it work. Nah, 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 nah. If you truly respect each other, if you truly respect each other, you do the work that needs to be done to make sure that it could work. You don't just stay without doing the work. A lot of times people stay in a relationship without figuring out why it got to where it was in the, in the first place. Now, I'm not an expert, but I've been in enough relationships to know um, that it takes a lot of work to stay consistent and to build trust. See, with my husband, I have this thing with him now where he has my trust until he breaks it. And I, and I know that he has that with me, too. Because my word is the only thing that I have. And once that's broken, there's nothing. And I'm far from perfect. My husband is far from perfect. But I got to give you guys real talk. Like, I'm telling you, you got to really think. If you truly love each other, and people say, oh, if you truly love each other, you got to make it work. I don't know. If you truly love each other, you got to do the work to make it work. You can't just automatically be back together and expect infidelity not to be a recurring theme in your mind. I don't know. That's just me. This is a conversation that I feel like I want, it had to happen. So I wanted to come on here and have it with you guys. But another thing you got to think about when you're thinking about walking away is like, is your significant other going to understand what you're going through? You know, what your, 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 your post-traumatic stress disorder is now after being cheated on. Or after being the cheater, what are they gonna are you gonna be able to be there for them? Right? Because it takes time for you to heal. So if someone is cheated on you and they're just like, all right, all right, all right, I cheated, like what's the big deal? Like get over it already. That's a red that's that's a red flag right there. Um, <laughs> something is wrong here. Something is very wrong here. That person is not willing to do the work if they can't deal with the time that it takes for you to heal from being cheated on. And you know damn well in your mind that if you're the cheater and you're annoyed by the, by the person who's healing, you know something, you ain't right. Come on, you know you're not right. Hm. And it all goes back to like, why did, the, why did the infidelity happen even to begin with? You know, and like I said, what is your, what is your definition of infidelity? Right? Because if communication is not good and if y'all not talking, then guess what's going to happen again? The cheating is going to happen again, right? Because you're, it's not your fault. You're not the reason why that you got cheated on, right? Because a lot of people say, oh, well, what were you doing? They, when someone is cheating, it's on them. So let's separate the two, right? Because infidelity is always a choice. You always have the choice whether you're going to do it or not. You're the one that makes the choice. And you also got to think about it. when you're thinking about walking away, like how long was your relationship? Is it even worth it to give it another shot? Like who wants to be in a toxic relationship? Was the relationship toxic? 
Was it just a mistake? Was it just a mistake? Think about it. A lot of times when you get cheated on and, and, and the person is a narcissistic person, they're going to gaslight you. They're going to they're gonna victim blame you, okay? They're going to victim blame you and say, oh, well, you know, um, this is the reason why I did what I did. Then you know what? Stay away from me then. Because I'll never understand why a guy, like I said, I'm coming from a woman's perspective. I'll never understand why a guy cheats and then wants to be back with you. Why not just go and stay with the person that you cheated with? Oh, because that was that wasn't no real work, right? Because to be with me, you got to really do work to be with me. But with that person that you cheated with, that's just fun. You don't got to do no work to be with that person. But then you want to still come and be with me. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. That's not how that works. I don't know if you listen to any other podcasts that I've, I've, I've had, but what, a lot of things that I always say is that you got to set boundaries and stick to them, okay? Stick to them. And the people that love you and care about you, they will do what they have to do. They will rise to that occasion, okay? They will meet you there exactly where you at. And they won't do no messed up things like that to try to take advantage of you. So you got to think about when you're walking away from a relationship, like, is it even worth staying? How long was the relationship? Is it good? Was it toxic? Like, no, come on. You got to give importance to time. So let's say, like, you want to get married. You only been with this person for, what, a year, two years? Nah, cut that off and go and find someone who wants to do the things that you want to do. Instead of trying to make something work where it don't. I'm not no relationship guru, but I'm telling you. Both people got to be willing to do what it takes to rebuild trust. And if both people are not willing to do what it takes to rebuild trust, guess what? The infidelity got the best of you. And move on. Walk away from the relationship. And a lot of people say, oh, but what about if you go to counseling? What about if you seek advice from your peers? Or what do you, you know, because, you know, people, they have kids or, you know, they live together. Sometimes it's not easy to just walk away from a relationship. And I get that. But what I'm saying for your own well-being, for your mental health, think about the reasons why you are staying in the relationship. What, you know, do the benefits outweigh the cons? The same way when you go and you're looking for a new job and you, you know, you're looking at the, the pros and cons of the, of the job. You got two jobs against each other. One job is offering you benefits, but the other job is giving you more days off. What is more important to you? It's the same exact kind of concept. Like, is your mental health, is your well-being, are you going to be able to, are you going to be able to heal from infidelity? Are you going to be able to move on from the fact that you were cheated on? Mm. Think about it. So, on the topic of infidelity, I know that everyone has their own story. And ladies, I'm here for you. <laughs> I really want to hear you guys' stories. I really want um to know what you think about this topic. Hit me up. Let me know what's going on. All right? And if you are thinking about whether or not you should stay in a relationship um, after infidelity, after being cheated on, um, you know, just, just think about what's more important to you. You know, are you going to be able to heal mentally? Are you going to be able to, to not hold that over that person's head? You know, what type of work are you willing to do to make the relationship work? What is that person willing to do to make the relationship work? You know, for me personally, I feel that, um, it's better to walk away and heal and if that person is right, then okay, maybe you wind up back together. But I think that um, it's better to complete yourself as a person 
and to work on who you are than to stay in a relationship that there's it's just you know filled with infidelity and and things like that right so i strongly advise that if you are going to consider consider reconciliation that it is very clear that you are given that person space to heal that you're giving yourself space to heal and that there's a mutual understanding that there is a lot of shock and post-traumatic stress disorder that comes with being cheated on and that as a even if if you are the cheater or you are the aggressor that you know you do the work for yourself internally to figure out why it is that you do the things that you do and why it is that you behave the way that you do you know because like that quote said um, I just want to read the quote again before we close out. Infidelity is not about love, be- okay, but about a personal need system out of whack, an inability to set boundaries, a sense of entitlement, an addiction problem, unresolved internal tension from a long time ago, a deep seated belief of inadequacy, plus more. Okay. So just remember that infidelity, if you are being cheated on, it's not about you, it's on the person who's doing the cheating. Okay, and that it is normal to have PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder from being cheated on. And that if you are the cheater and if you are cheating, then think about why it is that you're doing that. Why are you so unfulfilled that you feel the need to do that? And why don't you just go and, you know, find someone, stay single, you know, find someone that you can have fun with and stay single. I think it's better for everyone. Um, But like I said, I'm not a relationship guru. I'm here to talk about this topic infidelity tell me what you think about it let me know and i will definitely see you guys next time i've got some really fun content coming up send me your messages and i'm so excited for everyone to keep listening tuning in stay tuned the best is yet to come remember challenge yourself to become the person you want to become stretch and be ready to fail always remember that the right people will value you in the right way practice humility and when you make room to speak about what exists in the present you no longer have time for the past live your life purposefully and with intention manifest stay blessed till next time subscribe leave a message leave a review and as always i thank you